Good morning, children of God. I'm back with another podcast. But I have to say that my heart is saddened as I do this podcast today. I like doing happy podcasts. But today is not a happy time. It's a very sad time for my heart. And the goal of this podcast is not to make you sad, but to make you aware. Aware of what we look like today and how we sound today. It's kind of like I'm living in a world that I don't even know anymore. Dwelling with people who have lost their desire to care for one another. That's what's sad. We don't care. We are not trying to care for each other. Caring is not our thing anymore. We are full of, of knowledge, running over, full to the brim with knowledge and information. But we use it to witch hunt. We use all of that knowledge and all of that information to point the finger at each other. We use it to proudly point out each other's weaknesses and each other's inadequacies. It's almost like I can see a long finger and that long finger is pointing at you and you and you and you because you have hunted out the faults of people and now you're bringing it to the forefront. We use that knowledge, all that... Listen, knowledge is wonderful. There's nothing wrong with knowledge. Information is good. But we are misusing it. We use it to make mockery of each other. We use it to condemn. We've named ourselves good. Now that's a laugh. When God has said that there's no one good, he has said that there's none righteous. No, not one. But we've called him a lie. Every time we behave as one more righteous than the next person, we call God a lie. Because he has said that there's none righteous. No, not one. He also says that we have all sinned and come short of the glory of God. Every one of us. We've all come short with all of our knowledge, with all of our information. We've sinned and missed the mark. Otherwise, I would not be doing this podcast today 
feeling the sadness that I feel. I'm begging you today. We have got to stop and examine our way because we've lost our way. We've lost our way in a world of information, in a world of knowledge. And our knowledge is driving us to a place that God never intended for us to be. That's his knowledge. He allowed us to have the knowledge. But the knowledge was never to make us feel like we were God. The knowledge was never to make us feel like we are better than the next person. The knowledge was never to be used to point the finger out at, at people or to point out their weaknesses. Children of God, <clears throat> we've forgotten how to be happy. We've forgotten that joy and peace belongs to us. I don't normally give scripture because this is not a Bible study. None of my podcasts are about a Bible study because Lord knows we know more scripture than we ever dreamed we could possibly know. I like to just talk to you. But I'm going to give you this scripture, Proverbs 17:22. It says that a merry heart does good like a medicine. A merry heart does good like a medicine. But a broken spirit dries the bones. Did you hear that? We have become dry intellectual beings. So I'm beseeching you this morning. Please take your medicine today. Please take your medicine. We're not spiritual robots. We're human beings. This podcast... <clears throat> Excuse me. This is this podcast is for the hearts of mankind. It's for the hearts of mankind. It's not just a denomination that I'm talking about. I'm talking about mankind. I'm talking about all of us. I beseech you to listen to me today. I'm begging you, in fact, to stop. And pay heed to what the Lord is saying to each and every one of us. Pay heed to what the Lord is seeing. Does that mean anything to you? What the Lord is seeing. What he's looking down on us and seeing about us. And now what he's saying. More and more each day. I'm both hearing and seeing the blatant, open abuse of God's creation toward each other. The blatant and open abuse of God's creation toward each other. The total disregard for humankind. 
It's there on TV. It's there on Facebook. Boy, we blast each other. We hurt each other. We tear each other asunder with our mouths. The thing that's going on on the planet Earth right now is bigger than climate change. It's bigger than climate change. What's going on in our hearts toward each other and our way toward each other is bigger and more deadlier than climate change. What's going on in the earth today is far bigger and deadlier than the differences in our skin color. It's more contagious and more deadly than the current virus, even the other viruses that are on its way. We're devouring each other. We're talking about a heart matter now. We're talking about destruction of each other. We are devouring each other through our blatant, open inability to love. Knowledge is ruling over love. Information has now taken precedence over love. Let me say it again. Your knowledge, our knowledge, has taken precedence over love. The information that we have gathered has taken precedence over love. I almost wanted to say sweet love, (laughs) but I'm sure someone would laugh me to scorn if I said sweet love. Because they would look at that now as weak and powerless. Look at what's going on. This podcast is for the hearts of mankind. I'm pleading today for the hearts of of mankind to come back to your first love. Our hearts have already begun to wax cold. We are in a state of, I just can't help it. I don't know why, but I just hate you to the core. That's where we are. I don't know why I hate you, But I just do. There's something about you. That's the state that we're in. I don't even know you like that. But there's something about you that I hate. That's a heart that has waxed cold already. I don't know you like that. And yet the mentioning of your name causes me to cringe and seethe with anger toward you. And I don't even know you. 
You may have seen people once on Facebook, or you may have seen them on Twitter once, on Instagram or YouTube, and now you hate them worse than God hates sin. You don't know these people. So how can you hate them? How can you deliberately plan all day and all night to get back at them for what they said? You don't know these people. That's where we are. This podcast is about the hearts of mankind. A heart that is full to the brim with knowledge and information. A heart that needs medicine. A heart that is broken and dried. Church people, church people, those of us who belong to the house of prayer for all people, we have always looked at the sinner with an evil eye and run them out of the church with guns blazing. And those were the ones that needed God the most. But that's not strange for them. They're used to being run out. They're used to being run out with our mouths, with our eyes, with our behavior. Even though we said that it was a house of prayer for all people, it was never for them. Many years ago, we wanted the center to come in. But then we got so much knowledge and we got so much information that we did not want the center to be a part of the house of prayer for all people. The house of prayer became the house of prayer for the righteous. We have increasingly gone after each other. We used to go after the center. We used to lamb blast the center, church people. But now we have increasingly gone after each other in churches all across the globe. Read your paper. Look at your news on your phone. Look at your news on the TV. We have gone after each other, church people, all across the globe. Leaders after the people, people after the leaders, with no regard to race, color, or creed. Every human being is fair game. Because the hearts of many have already begun to wax cold. As the Lord was showing me all of this, as he was showing me this movie this morning, this movie in my mind, it wasn't something that I watched on TV, but as he was telling it to me, it was like a kaleidoscope in my head. 
I didn't watch anything on TV. I didn't watch anything on my phone. But it was all in my head that he was showing me. That we are, we have increasingly gone after each other. Church after church. Leaders after the people. The people after the leaders. We're like zombies. We're like that movie, The Walking Dead. We're just devouring each other. Because if you don't think like me, I'm going to devour you. If you don't have the same information that I have, I'm going to devour you. If you don't feel like I feel, I'm going to devour you. Because our hearts, it's almost as if our hearts have been plucked up out of its place. Leaders are not only mishandling the funds of the people. They are mishandling the hearts of the people. You need to hear me now. Leaders, the Lord said, you are not only mishandling the finances, the money of the people, but you are mishandling the hearts of the people. And leaders, you have become no different than the slave master. The slave master that lorded over God's creation. You are now lording over God's creation. With your knowledge, Shekamasi. And with all of your information, you are mishandling the hearts of God's people. And he's not pleased. He's not pleased. Prophets, where are you? Why aren't you speaking up? Why aren't you saying something about the mishandling of God of the hearts of God's people? I don't know who this is for right here. But the Lord is saying the prophets are planting trees and planting flowers. While the people are crying out for help. Where are you prophets? Why aren't you speaking up? Why aren't you on your face? Why are you in your TV day in, day in and day out? Why aren't you seeking God's face? God, what should I tell the people? How do I help the people? Where are you? First Peter chapter 5 says this. And you need to read it all. God gives leaders specific instructions about the treatment of his people. 
He says, feed the flock of God, which are among you. Take the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. And not, neither as being lords over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. And when the chief shepherd shall appear, you shall receive a crown of glory that fadeth not away. That's what that chapter says. That's what that verse says. It says, feed the flock. Don't beat the flock. Don't point the finger at the flock. Don't belittle the flock. Don't put them up and put them down. Don't cast them away. And don't do it because you just feel you have to. But do it because you want to. Do it because God has told you to do it. Do it because he's asked you to do it. Do it because he's gifted you to do it. Love them the way he loved you. Don't lord over them. They are not yours. They belong to him. Be an example to them. You are not the chief shepherd. But there will be a chief shepherd whose name is Jesus Christ who will come and oversee your work. Hey God. He's the overseer. And he's going to look at your work and see if you did it, if you handled his people the way you were supposed to. See if you loved his people the way you were supposed to. See if you were patient and tolerant with his people the way you were supposed to. What kind of example were you for God's people? We strayed away from being examples to the people. We stopped caring about what the people needed from us. We stopped caring. How do you do that? How do you stop caring? How do you allow your mouth to say, I don't care? When God still cares about you. He cares enough about you to let me cry this morning. He cares. He still cares for you. We became angry with the flock. We became angry and hateful toward them. And the more they kept coming and bringing with them their personal weaknesses and all their wealth of flaws, all of their insecurities, all of their ignorance of the word all of their need to be loved, the more they kept doing that, the more we despised them and ripped their hearts apart. That's not, these are not my words. That's what the Lord said. That's what the Lord said this morning to me. He said, we ripped their hearts apart. 
the more they came to us. The more they revealed their weaknesses. The more they re- revealed their flaws and their insecurities. And their slowness to learn the word. The more they revealed that they needed our love. The more we despised them. And ripped to Ikaramasi. Mm. Hallelujah, Jesus. And rip their hearts apart. So, therefore, you became the example, not of a loving father, not of a loving shepherd, but that of a slave master. You became the example of a slave master instead of a loving shepherd. A shepherd who, who was willing to protect their sheep at any cost, by any means necessary. So, I ask you, as a shepherd, what kind of crown will you receive? Will it be the crown of glory? How have you treated God's creation? Did you rip their hearts out and leave them to bleed out by themselves? Did you? Did you rip their hearts out and leave them to bleed out by themselves? In fact, I don't even think that you even attempted to apply pressure to the open wound. But you turned up your lips, you stepped back, you rocked on your heels, and you threw up both your hands and muttered these words. I'm out of here. You wonder why I'm sad? You wonder why I'm almost at the point of tears this morning? Because God showed that scene to me. He showed that scene to me. He showed your people lying on the floor where you left them bleeding, hurting, crying, moaning and groaning. And all you did was turn up your lips in disgust and utter disgust. And you stepped back and rocked on your heels. And threw up both your hands. As you looked down on them. And you said. Not God have mercy. Not help him Jesus. Not forgive me Jesus. But you said. I'm out of here. And so and so and so. We are on a collision course. And this course is not going to reverse itself. It's not going to reverse its direction. 
Remember how we were told to pray? But notice that the word said, if. (laughs) I had a different look at that this morning. He said, if my people would pray. (laughs) If. God knew. But we stopped praying many, many years ago. He said, if my people would pray, he knew we wouldn't. He knew we wouldn't pray long. He, we, he knew that we would not be consistent in our prayers. He knew that we would pray about everything other than the land, other than the people. We're not people that can be consistent. We're not steadfast. Our minds are going too fast. When we should be praying about the land, we throw in 20 other things to pray about. We're not consistent. That's why he said, if. Take a tally of your own self, of your own prayer life. When was the last time you prayed all night just for one thing? When? When was the last time you prayed for your household all night? When was the last time you prayed for your pastor all night, your church, your neighborhood all night? When was the last time you did it? Prayer's out of style today. If we don't have Ten folk on a prayer line with us. We can't pray. If my people would pray. And so. This race war that we are in. This eerie global climate change that we in. This gnashing and devouring of each other is the results of people who forgot their God and forgot how to love him enough to do as he asked. You see, we chose with premeditation to do things our way. We chose it. So, we are on a collision course. And this course is not going to reverse its direction. I'm going to say it again. We are on a collision course. And this collision course that we are on is not going to reverse its direction. We were given instruction about what to do, and we didn't do it. And we're still not doing it. We talk about the upcoming variant, 
we know in our hearts that there are more viruses coming. But we do more talking about it than we do praying about it. We should be getting direction, Lord, what do, what do you want me to do? What, are, what am I supposed to do? How do you want me to secure my home? How do you want me to secure myself? We do more talking than we do praying. That's why we always unprepared. That's why we always caught unawares. That's why Satan gets the advantage of us. Listen. Thank you for listening. And because I know that many of you do not listen to the podcast, this time I'm going to put some of this on Facebook so that you can read it and keep reading it. And I'm going to ask you to read it and read it and read it and allow it to sink deep into your hearts. Because once you get it in in your heart, once it resonates with you, then you will automatically share it. But I want you to read it and read it and receive it in your own heart before you share it with anyone. God will always watch over his own word. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Until next time.